0: Okay. Good morning. Today's staff is daf Membov. Um, let's go from the seventh last line of Memhayam with base 45b. So the gemara, that was just, the mission brought well, three opinions on the level of guarding required for ashore, and if there's a distinction between a tam and a muad. Now, Rabbi Yehuda said on the surface very surprisingly. That a tongue, if you guard it, a basic guarding, you'd be liable for a short tam, and you'd be exempt for a short muad. Are we going? Which turns out, you're better off if you have your, if you don't have a strong uh, paddock, uh, a strong would that be the right word? Yes. A strong paddock, you're better off if you have a short muad because if your tongue goes and damages, you'd be liable for. Half damages. If your muad goes in damages, you'd be exempt. Again, the general understanding would be if you've done a shmirah, then you're exempt. The Torah says, and you don't watch it. So you're exempt once you've done a Shmirah. The question Even is what level? Even well, so the question is what level of Shmirah? And therefore we're discussing if you do a basic level of Shmirah, again, according to Yehuda with the Tam you'd be liable, with the Mu'ad, you'd be exempt. Okay, the Gomorrah went into how they learn. But now Omar Rab Adabar Ava is going to come and qualify that. So Omar Abad Bar Abbā, Avab Rab says now this that Satrib Yehuda says you're exempt. Um, this that this that Rabbi Yehuda is saying is specifically regarding the Mu'ad aspect of it. <coughs> But the sad aspect of it remains. I, we explain, we discussed this before. and according to Rabbi Yehuda, or at uh, least some opinions, that when an animal changes from being a tam to a mwad, you <coughs> you're liable for half damages with all the rules of the tam, kufo, etc., and then you add on to that half damages of a mwad. Now, if you did a Shmira Pachusa, we said you exempt by a Muad. So Rav Adh is coming along and saying, yeah, that's only the Tzad order the aspect that's a Muad. So you will still be liable to the 50% of the, of that it was a Tam. So, and, um, and he says, Tosla's here, say so it's a Sfora. Now, he doesn't have a clear source in the posse, except. What now? Because it becomes a muad. This is what was bothering us. Now that it becomes a muad, it becomes worse and you're less and you'd be exempt even from the half damages if you do a shmira pachusa. So therefore, why should you become less responsible for your animal when it becomes a muad? And therefore, he, Rabbi Adabar Abba says, we're forced to learn that it's only on the Tzad HaOda, but on the Tzad Tam you'd be liable. So again, if you did a shmirah Pekhusa, you'd be liable to half damages on a muad, just as you are on a Tam. <coughs> um, if you did no shmirah, then you'd be liable, again, obviously half damages for your Tam. And full damages for your muad. But also the tzad tam and the tzad muad. Now we're going to see, Rav actually doesn't look like this, Rav. Rav says, muad le keren, Yomin, Ain't no muad le keren small. If you muad to the right horn, it's not muad to the left horn. Now, so what does that mean? If the ox always gores on its right side, Rashi here says, it's more sensitive to things happening on its right side. For whatever reason, it feels more vulnerable, so whenever there's something on its right side, it goes and calls it, an animal. On its left side, it doesn't bother, it doesn't go. So you can have an animal that's moored to its right horn and not moored to its left horn. Um, Rash Adtosus is an interesting thing. They say, "Is this similar to what you're saying like a right-handed and left-handed person? I the it's more likely to damage with its right horn than with its left horn. We always say the right side's more um, more powerful, and therefore, if it's a muad to its right side, it would be ex- it would still be a tab on its left side. And what would then be the halach if it's a muad on its left side?" Culture came some word on its right side, or or not? Are we saying there's no difference? Um, um, there's no real difference. It's just. This one, it's, it's ways to be on its right side. But if it was a muad on its left side, it would not be a muad on its right side. Okay, that's just interesting on that. But by the way, Rav says, now Omri, a little bit who's Rav going according to? It can't be that Rav is just trying to tell us this halacha because it's so obvious. We've seen Mishnayus, we've seen the discussion of if it's Muad to an odom, it's, muad, it's not more to an animal. If it's Muad to an animal, it's no it's to Adam, if it's muad to... You know, we've seen if it's muad to donkeys, it's not necessarily muad to camels. We've seen all these halachas. So what's the Rav can't be coming to teach us? So so we want to learn that it's going on the Shmirah required. I When we said it's muad le keren yomim, if it's a le keren yomim, and a le keren small, we want to say that's to do with the level of Shmirah required. So, if you're going to tell me he's going in Rabbi Meir, well, it makes no difference whether it's a Tam or a Muad, that requires Mu'ula. So, that can't be... Um, Um, so there would be no requirement in different level of guarding. So Ella, be the Yehuda small. I feel Nami is And if you want to say it's going in Rebbe Yehuda, what difference does it make that now there's the left? If it goes with the left horn, even if it would go with the right horn, on what level of guarding would you obligate it? it still has its side tamus and its side moedes. So, whether so, let's say you did a Shmira Pichusa on this ox. Whether it goes with its left horn, which is a tam, obviously it'd be chayav, And whether it goes with its right horn that it's a moed for, it'd also be higher for its side tambus. So why would Rav make a distinction in how you're guarding this animal, you definitely have to do a Shmira Mula. You're not going to get away with the Shmira Puchusa. So Omri, they said, the arabar ava Ra, He's actually going like Rebbe Yehuda, and he doesn't hold like Rebbe Arabar Ava. Rebbe Arabar Ava was the one who said that it's always liable for half damages if you do a Shmira Puchusa because there's the Tzad Tammuz. But Rab says, this is what it's saying. This is a case where you find in one animal a tzad tam and a tzad muad. But if it's a proper muad with both his horns, you're not going to have an animal which is a tzad tam and a tzad muad. So very interesting what Rav's actually saying is, yeah, in this case... If you would do a Shmira Pachusa and it would go with its right horn, you'd be exempt. If it would go with its left horn, you would be Chayav. And this is an animal that has a Tzad Tam and a Tzad Muad. But all other cases, if it's a proper Muad, you wouldn't say there's a Tzad Tam or it's, it's a Muad completely. Again, and he would learn that you'd be Chayav. And then again, you now have the question on Rabbi Yehuda why should you be stricter by a Short Tam and a Short Muad? By a short time, then a short muad. The one answer I saw is because if an animal becomes a muad, it has a reputation. So people are going to be more careful of it, so therefore the owner doesn't have to be as careful. I don't know if that logic works uh, 100%. But that would be, maybe maybe it's, uh, yeah it's uh, still a difficult, I think the question is still a little bit stronger than the answer I okay? gave, but that would be something to consider. Okay, now we're going to the third opinion mentioned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi says, um, He says, There's no way to guard it except with a knife. What does that mean? You have to shaft it. There's, What's the source for Rabbi Eliezer? The Amar the says, I you are there's no way to guard it. Oh, so now you're telling me we before we're learning that and you did not guard it, you'll be liable for damages. Now we're saying, and it's impossible to guard it. So then when you read the of Babor and it says and he did not cover it, we should Nami Shuv we should Read it as, it is not sufficient to cover it. I, it doesn't count as covering. Ah, if you had a bore in Rosh you would have to, you would have to um, cover it with a. You, covering it would not be sufficient. It says Maybe that's true. Maybe if someone covers the bore, that is not sufficient. It says, "Ah, oh, vahatran," but we learned in a Mishnah, Kesiu. This is coming up later, uh, next week. Um Pardon, just before the end of the parak. Kesiu ka vahatran kassuk kroy v'naf mem vav hamalaf 46a. Vritay machanami vahatran kesiu kroy v'naf al tov chashar uchamar umayis potur. If you did a sufficient covering and an animal falls into it, you're exempt. We see that if you cover a bore, is good enough. So you can't read it as Velojmar so, says, Elohim Rabaia Bay says, Hainu taimer de Rebi Eliezer, the reason behind Rebi Leza Keratani Nosson, is the same as Rebinosan's talk in a e, raisa, re, so, no, Rebi Noson said, Mina in Chelo Yagdil Oram Kelevro Beto, how do you know that you're not allowed to raise a kelev ro in your house? The Al Yamid Sulam Ruba Bato and you shouldn't leave a rickety ladder in your house. In Emma as it says, the Lord Sim Damin Bai you mustn't have blood in your house. So just a few interesting points. So he's actually, no, the source for Rabbi Eliezer is not to do with the laws of when are you chav and when are you potter. The laws of Rabbi Eliezer is... Um, what's the laws? Of, the, the, the reason behind Rabbi Eliezer is another principle that loy tamim you shouldn't have something dangerous in your house. So now Tosos ask an interesting question. They say, okay, so now taimam time and nami loy tasgilei Okay, well, if that's the case, that you're not allowed to, according to Rebilezer, you're not allowed to have a mishur Muad and leave it well guarded in a secure barn, because it's, so da- it's dangerous, it's a kelebra. And therefore, what should be the halacha with the pit that you've covered? You should say the same thing. There's no solution to a pit to cover it, you have to fill it in. So he says. He says. So one possible answer. So that's a very interesting question Tosos is asking. Again, once we've come on and said the reason is you're not allowed to have something dangerous around, even though it's well guarded, it should not be sufficient to cover a bore. So the first answer is no. Nah, once you've um, um, once you've covered the bore, it's much more safe than an ox that's well locked up. And the reason is because the ox that's well locked up is gonna actively try escape. The boar is not actively trying to get uncovered. I mean that could be as far another answer. He says, yeah, the me cora sakada the tashlumi kamar. Says, yeah, you're right. Initially we thought Rebeleza was just discussing, are you liable for damages? Aval hash the maskin the time at the Rebidan lovely eye Isur ba But now that we've come along and we've explained the reason of Lazar is Rebbe Nasan, I'm not to do it, are you liable for payments or not? chenami, maybe if you did cover it, you're exempt from payment. However, the issue is Isur now. The And therefore we could say according to this logic it might actually apply Babor. He just agrees that if you do put a proper cover, you guard it well, and it causes damage, you would be exempt. But you definitely wouldn't be sufficient to do uh, a basic guarding, um, etc. But very interesting. So according to it actually comes out, of it might be also to cover a bore. you just not have if you covered it properly. That would be the, the point. Um, very inter- I was just wondering about this, it's very interesting. So you have a pool in your house and you've put a fence around it, Is that, uh, you've got a board that you've, let's say, found the equivalent of covering it, according to Rebileza, that might not be good enough. I don't know how we pass it, um, might not be good enough. Um, similarly, uh, you got, I don't know, a gun and you put it in a safe. um again it's uh if you if you learn the, that gun as a as a, um if you learn the gun as a as a dangerous item then it should be awesome again I don't know how far you're going to go what about a oven I don't know a kid can burn this oven up and out so how far you're actually going to go with all these uh, questions and when are we going to say and when are we going to say well you're right you've Guarded it, but even Rebbe says that's not sufficient. It's the issue of having a kellev raw in the house. house. You know, and a wooly sounds by slippery floor. Do you put about or do you just clean the floor? Not when none of the customers yeah. are there. Uh, you know, then yeah. you can you can take it to any extreme. I think this. Yeah. So so that's a question. How far? Then there's just another. I mean, a sad. A lighter point is a kellev Is that do, a bad? Is that just the name for dogs, uh, you should not have any dogs in your house? Or is it if you know you have a kelev a vicious dog, or maybe it's a certain breeds or a vicious dog, but most dogs would not be a problem? So uh, that's not clear. I'm just trying to think there was a Gemara that's a proof for that. That uh, no, it's specifically a kelev um, We had earlier, what did we say about a kelev? Uh, it slipped my mind, but there was an illusion to say that no dogs in general wouldn't be a problem, it would be a kelev roh. Okay, hadron loch shol she nogach abel, hamisha hadron loch shol she nogach abel, hamisha hadron loch shol she nogach Okay, now let's on to the fifth peric of babakama. Shol she now we're going to go into some calculations. So, shol she nogach esapuara venintso uv roh betzido. An ox caught a cow, and, and when they come and see it, they see its fetus lying beside it. And we don't know, did the cow give birth before it was gourd? Or it um, gave birth, miscarried, after it was gourd. What's the difference? Um... Did it, was it the ox that caused the miscarriage and therefore the owner is liable for the fetus as well? Or was it already born and for whatever, for whatever reason it was miscarried and died and the owner of the ox isn't liable to anything? So, You pay half damages for the cow and quarter damages for the Vlad. The Gemara is going to ask, it sounds like we're saying you pay... What's the three quarters of damage? But if it's yeah. a short, t- if it's a short time that goes, you're only be paying So wow, all of a sudden, plus reveals. So that the Gemara said. Now we're going to a different game. It says, If you have a cow that gored an ox, and then you find its child next to it, and we're not sure did it go before it gave birth or did it go the ox after it gave birth. Now what's the difference? If it gave if it gored before it gave birth, the blood is part of the crown. Party to the crown. If it if, it, if, it, if this cow gored the ox before it gave birth, then the blood was part of the cow that yes, like damaged. And he should be and you and it's included in the as a mazik. Yeah, yeah. If it was after it was born, well then it's just the <coughs> just the and um, just the cow, and not the calf, and we're going to discuss so what 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 the ramifications are there. And um, so, v'shalem chatzin ezik and ezik min avlad, he has to pay half damages. We can collect half damages from the cow and a quarter damage from the vlad. Okay, let's so. Omar... Omar, have you heard how my Shmuel Zutiv writes This mission is based on the opinion of Zumchus. To Amar Mamon Amuta Basovek Cholken. That if you have a money that's in doubt, you divide it. Now there's a discussion which has to be uh, looked into. Mamunamutabachot went when sumchus hold. Because if I'm, I'm sitting here with my phone, cell phone in my pocket, and you come along and say, hey, that's my cell phone. Oh, now it's a doubt. Did I steal it? Is it mine or is it yours? That's not. In that case, sumchus would not necessarily say, because... There, there's a clear muxa. When Sumcha says, na so that is specifically, um, th- that's specifically where almost the doubt is more intrinsic. It's there without it, like here. Without anyone claiming for damages or not, we would have a doubt. Was the calf, was the, did the ox scoring cause the death of the fetus? Or was the fetus still pregnant? was the cow still pregnant when it caught, and therefore the fetus is a part in the crime, but that we would have that doubt whether or not there 's uh, someone claiming when i 'm sitting here with my cell phone in my pocket, no one's a doubt that it 's my cell phone until you raise the issue by claiming it 's actually yours so and there are many other aspects and factors uh, aspects and facets yeah, where they discuss when does subhas Apply his rule that if you have money that's in a doubt, you divide, because he clearly wouldn't say that always. Okay, um, so aval, so so that's the Sumchus' opinion that in this case you would divide the value. But the would say no. It's a cloud. one of the great principles in law is you want to extract. Payment, in this case, from your friend, you have to bring the proof that he's liable. Why did the Gachami have to say, Zek Laukadol, or Shmoel, just say, this is a principle. Why is Zek He says, no, it's We need it. Even if the Nizak says, with certain, I'm certain this is what happens. And the Mazek says, well, perhaps it's not you want to extract from your friend, you have to bring the proof. They... Pardon? So, you've got to bring the scales. Pardon? You've got to bring the scale. Yeah, You'd have to, you know, well, you're going to have to try, somehow try bring some proof either way. And if not, then you're not going to be able to collect. Um, important, they point out that Here's there's actually a weak bori and a, well a, a fairly strong shema. Oh here, let's go on. See inami itmar shor it's actually why they say zeklal it's coming to address the following case. if you sell an ox to your friend and it turns out you sold him a goring ox. Now he's got this ox that according to Rebelez who he has to shecht. So he says, (coughs) Rav says, Rav says, It's a mekachtas. It's a mistake in the sale and therefore you would have to refund him. And Shmuel says, no, you can tell him, I sold it to you. You asked for an ox, I sold you an ox. I don't know that you wanted it to plow and keep or you know, pull your wagon on. I, I thought you wanted a shepherd that's why I sold it to you. Um, we're going to see, because Rav and Shmuel argue with, do you say Rav ba mammon? We saw this earlier. Do you follow the majority? Most people, when they buy oxen, yes. buy them for plowing. Some people sell them for schrita. Rav says you follow the majority. And Shmuel says, you... Don't follow the majority. Um, now he says, nah, um, b- am why? Why should shmoo, wh- Why should we resolve it? Why should the discussion be whether it's a mekhatos or not? He says, oh, nixi de See, what's the, when this guy buys oxen? Does he buy them to plow? Or does he buy them to shecht? Does he buy, is he a butcher or is he a farmer? Says, no. no, he's a farmer and a butcher. So he buys for both. Okay, so see how much he paid. An ox you're going to be paying for ploughing, you're going to be paying much more than an ox you're just buying for meat. Says, no, the cases where meat was very expensive and it, was, it had the same value as an ox sold for ploughing. So Omri, they said, Okay. So even if the so well, if the seller has no money, let him. Keep, he's going to want to keep the ox for the money anyway. I even if you say. Even if, amazing box. no this, the buyer if the seller doesn't uh, it still doesn't make a difference even if you're learning well, the, the, again Rab wants to say it's a mekkah toss and Shmuel says it's not a mekkah even in that case if the guy has no money he's going to rather keep the ox I, I come to you I buy something in your shop and I come to you and then I want to return it and you say yeah you can return it but I don't have any cash I'm only going to be able to pay you when I manage to I'm not going to return it I'm going to keep it until I can. So, so to yeah, he comes to the guy. He says, "I bought this ox. It was a tols because the ox is a gora. He's still going to want to keep the ox, and that he has it's a right, It's not what he wanted, but it's better than nothing. So that still it makes no difference. Um, even if it's a tols, he's still not going to want to get rid of the ox. If you if someone owes you a debt, accept even bread. Take whatever you... If someone... If you have something of the debt, just keep it. Because you're going to struggle to get something else from it. So he says... Mm-hmm. So he says... This could be a case where he does have money. You know he's got uh, money in the, in the tell, in the bank account. And therefore, you want him to refund you. According to... Mm-hmm. Rav says it's... Because you follow the majority. A majority of people buy... For ploughing. And therefore, when he when you bought this animal and it was for and it was a Gora, that's not it's not a fair deal. Shmuel says, no, you're able to say I sold it to you for as and and we don't follow Raw majority. Basaruba Bi isura, We only follow raw when it comes to Isur. But in a monetary case, we don't follow Rav. Um, and we say rather we say if you want to extract from your friend, you have to bring the proof. And this is again, this is their godel. Why is, it Why is this a great principle? Because it's against Rav. Rav is a very power, powerful determining factor. And here we're saying, Shmuel saying. We don't follow majority. Pardon? How long after, after the after Rav and Shmuel at the same time. At the same time, yeah. But Rav was the. Uh, uh, interesting, generally in Isu we follow Rav, so if the question is to do with Kashrus or Shabbat, you know, um, etc. But if it's to do with uh, civil law, we follow Shmuel. Okay. Um, so, Hamoitime Chabaira, all of Haraya, that's a great principle. We discussed earlier in the Mesechta why we don't follow Rov by by, uh, by Mammon. What's the score why not? Okay, so let's go on. Um, If you want to reference back, it was Tosfos and God Zainamad Beis, and he actually asked it from a strong... Tosfos came in from a strong perspective. He said that, well, if you follow Rov by Misa, you put someone to death based on a majority, why can't you follow Roth by her monetary case, which is much less severe? And he went into it there. Okay, but let's go on. Tanya Lamiach, we have a bracer which teaches the same thing. This is going on Shmuel's thing that it's a machloka sumchas and chachomim, where the mamon amutal vesofek, if you have money that's in a, let's call it an intrinsic, doubtful state, you, that sumch says you divide, but the chachomim say that you. I'm Oliver my of our eye, if you have an ox that got a cow and then you find the fetus next to it and you're not sure whether the, it was born before it was caught or after it was born, you pay half damages for the cow and quarter damages for the vlad. This is opinion. If you want to extract if you want to take something from your friend you have to bring proof so you would not be at all liable for the fetus unless you can prove that it was born that it was born miscarried after the goring because you want to take money from your friend he's, you're right you're accusing him of damaging you you have to prove that he actually caused that damage okay. what's the source all of Haraya. And even as the pasuk says, Mi balvarim Yigash Aleim. Whoever is a claimant must come to you. Yiga, what, what, but why use the stra- strange word of Yigash? So Yigash Raya Alehim. He must bring the proof to you. Uh, he's claiming money from his He must bring the proof to you. Matkev Lo Rav Ashi Halameli Kros Do you need the possible It's logical. To koyel like keiva, ozul ba'Asya. If you're sick, you go, or the one who is sick goes to the doctor to get the medicine. The healer doesn't look around for sick people. You want something from someone. You want medicine. So you go to the pharmacy. You go to the doctor. Um, So so, so you're saying so too. You want to claim money from your friends. You have to go and... Prove it that that's what you need. So yeah. Show you have to sh- show your symptoms. So, so Ella crawl. Craw- so what's that for? I saying. don't know if it's exact same. The proof of the burden mm-hmm. of proof is on the person. Claim, claim. Yeah. So Ella <laughs> crawl. The post is coming for a different rosh minayin. nizkakin Ella. How do we know that you deal with the claimant first? As it says, The one who is claiming will approach you. I will approach you first. Um, What's this case? Obviously, what? We're going to go to court and the guy's going to say, I don't owe money. No one's ever discussed that he doesn't, dance or doesn't owe money. The claimant obviously says first, you owe me money. So this, he says, no, this is a case where what happens is Shimon comes to court. Um, Ruvain takes Shimon to court, saying that Shimon owes him money. And Shimon's kind of saying, yes, I owe him money, but he damaged me. Or he has a mashcon of mine. So you listen to the claimant first. You deal with Ruvain's case first, that Shimon owes the money. Once you've resolved that, then you move on to Shimon's case of, but he shouldn't have to pay it all because of A, B, and C. So that's what we mean we address the the, the, the claimant first. We deal with that case first, even when there's a case that would, could affect how much is paid out. Omri i the Sometimes we actually do deal with the nitva first, but hechidami, what's the case? The kozili If, for example, his assets are going cheaper. I, let's say I'm trying to sell my property and everyone he, he, hears about this case that I'm in debt and this guy's suing me for millions, whatever, it's going to be much harder for me to sell my property at a good price because everyone knows I'm struggling financially. So therefore they say, okay, we'll deal with this. Would he, Should he have to pay it or not? And then we'll worry about how much he owes or not. So we will help the Nidf in that case. That's one example. Another example that Rashi gives of where what it could mean to Kozile Nihsa, his assets have gone down in value. Um, now let my mind, let me just look at Rashi quickly. Um. Oh, there's someone who, if he can sell, is prepared to offer a good price for the deal now. If he has to push it off a few months or a while while the other case gets resolved, the guy's not going to offer him that same good deal. So it's not to do with that his land's worth less because people are not sure of his financial situation and think he's desperate to sell. But just he has the opportunity to sell it now at a good price. Again, you come looking at my house and you prepare to pay uh, X for it. If I don't sell it to you, if I say, well, we have to wait for this court case to be resolved, you're going to carry on looking and there's a very good chance when it's finally resolved you're not going to be interested in buying it anymore. So that's, why, that's another possibility why they'll deal with the... The, the, the case of the nitba first, the defendant. So then we went on to the next case was, um, similarly, an ox that got a cow. You always only have to pay half damages when you're sure or you're poor, poor go. And it's a short time. Who brings in three quarters of the damage all of a sudden? Because remember he said you pay half the damages, and a quarter of the damages. But, uh, to pay half the damages That's what the mission said. Of cow, if your cow, no, no, no we said if, your cow, drop, cow uh, goes, we we if your cow goes, we said if your cow door goes, yeah, and then, and then you stuff. find a uh, vlad, so how much should you have to? Pay? How much damage do you have to pay? It's a short time, a uh, paratam. So, chatzinezek. So, true. why does it say chatzinezek from the cow and a quarter damage from the vlad? That's three quarters. Are you just to court damage with the blood, or are you playing court terms with the entire, the entire thing? No, 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 this is the case where the yeah, cow no. injured the ox. Yeah, and he found that the blood... And, uh, and then you found the blood, so was the blood involved in the coring? Was the ox, was the cow still pregnant, or was it not? In that case we say, you right. pay the So let's see them. how they discuss it, let's see how they're going to explain it. So Amr Abayeh Chad Sinezek. when we say half damages, that means Echad Maarba I want Benezek, one quarter of the damage. Or Avir Benezek, Echad Mishmoyna Benezek. And when we said a quarter of the damage, that's one eighth of the damage. Ay Abayeh is saying what we when we say. Half damages we mean half of what you should be paying uh, you should be paying half damages half of that is a quarter and a viezek that 's a quarter of what you should be paying, which is actually one eighth of the full damages so it turns out you 're not even you 're paying less than half you 're paying twenty five percent less than you should be paying now why the e pl- now the gomorrah also that the e the, yeah, the will explain that uh, the buyer Yeah, let's just see how the Gemara explains it, because I think they've already started Shacharith. Let's do it. says, If the cow and the calf are owned by one person, well, let him just say, look, you owe me half damages. I don't care whether it's from the cow or calf. You owe me half damages. So therefore Elela tri elaloi tricha de poradchad the Vlad Bahad. Must be a case where the cow belongs to one person and the vlad belongs to one person. Now how does that help? Oh, because the e the kotin to velabal porodhila khanamidomer says kidan, have the raya di isloch should fi. And if he goes to the owner. So the cow and the calf belong to two different people. Whole question how do you buy a fetus? Onto a Kenyan, on different discussion. Yeah. So, you go, if you go to the owner of the cow and say, Look, your cow gored, you owe me half damages. Oh, you want to say you don't because um, Shimon's calf was also party to the crime? Then prove that Shimon's ox was party to the crime. As far as I can see, as far as we know, your cow definitely did it. And that's a sophic. So, deal with it. it. says, But where does a buyer and Sumchris kick in that there's this? To damage. When he goes to the owner of the vlad first and he says, You know, you owe me half damages. There, you've revealed that you have a partner. I, what's he saying? He's saying, You've admitted, that the, mazik, the owner of the cow says, You've admitted that I have a partner. Which means that I should not have to pay full damages, because I'm not the sole party. So there's the cow and the calf, they each cause half the damage. Now toss this point out, we don't literally mean, it. We, we discuss it in half, because that's easier to calculate. But obviously the cow's going to be along the lines of 80% of the muzzik, and the calf 20%. But just for easy, for simplicity, we refer to it as they each liable to half damages, each a share of damages. So now, who, how much are they each liable to? A quarter of the damages because they're each liable to, together they're liable to, for chatzinese and therefore they're each liable to a quarter. So now the owner of the cow, say, the, the owner of the cow says okay I'll pay you my quarter, I owe you a quarter, here's your quarter. The owner of the calf says prove that the cow is pregnant when you caught. My sweet little calf has not been involved in anything, I don't want to pay you anything. Mamon, so how much is he claiming? He's claiming half from the owner of the calf. The owner of the calf says, perhaps, or Bori, I'm confident that my calf was born before the cow gourd, and therefore it's not involved at all. So it's Mamon Amutal it's a doubt, and therefore you divide, and he pays a quarter. Or alternatively, you can say that he even when he goes to the owner of the cow first, the owner of the cow can push him off, saying, I'm confident that I was in a partnership. I, he can't say literally that he knows for certain that he was a partner, because maybe the calf was born first. This is based on Tossus, but basically there are two Chazakas now. There's a Chazaka um, that he's the muhsak, and there's the chazoka that he had a shutah. Sorry, not a partner. There's a chazoka Cheskas uh, meikora says at what point we we assume the cow was we knew the cow was pregnant, so we assume it's pregnant till as late as possible. That's Cheskas meikora. So there's the chazoka that it's a, that he's the muhsak. He's holding on to the cow, and there's a second chazoka that the cow is pregnant. Therefore, because of the two Chazokas, Sumchus will agree, and therefore he only has to pay a quarter of the damages. And, which is again half, half of a half, and the Vlad would be the same story, there's that you divide, and therefore he has to only pay a quarter completely. That's a biased way well of learning the Mishnah and Sumchus, and how we end up at the calculation when we said ah, oh, Half from the cow and a quarter from the vlad. Why are you paying three quarters of the damage? All of a sudden, you're only chav chatzin He Says no, it's a what's the case where it's the cow and the calf are owned by different people, and they f- and really what he means a half means a half of the full damages that you'd be liable, which is actually a half of a half a quarter, and and uh, the, the owner of the calf. Would only be liable to a quarter of that I18. Okay, and we'll leave it there for today.